sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. How are you? I hope everything is good, grand, and fantastic wherever the heck you are hanging out because that is always some important information as we are talking about it. Anyways, today is Friday. Yes, it is Friday all day long, July the 22nd of 2022, day 203 of the year, and only 162 days left to go. So anyways, I hope everything is fantastic over the last 23 since we last hung out, did whatever it is that we were doing together, because that's always important as we are doing our stuff. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. Radio USA, Canada, UK. Okay, so let's start talking and talking about how the interacting is able to occur with the show. If you want to come in, hang out, and do all that kind of fun stuff, it is a simple process. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That will get you moving and grooving in regards of what the hell we have going on. Anyways, with that being said, let's start talking about what was trending. Yes, trending, trending, trending on today. Well, today and yesterday is really what it um boils down to uh so hashtag biden has covid landed in twitter's top 10 uh trends on thursday we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit uh president harris um started trending less than 30 minutes after the news broke of biden has covid what this is the stuff of nightmares are made of uh jj watts was trending on thursday after making another uh selfless gesture we can talk a little bit more about that so that's exactly Uh, What was going on inside of the world of the trends? Um, So if you are not familiar with the show, it's kind of a simple process on how we do our stuff around here. It's pretty simple. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety. We bring in some professional, um, well, broadcasters is what we'll call them. Uh, They'll come in and give you some segments of what's going on inside of the world of the news as well. And then we will come back together, talk about what's going on inside of some of the of the messaging and all that kind of fun stuff, and uh, then kind of go from there and play it up, play it down, and all that kind of stuff. It is free form Friday, so that means we do pretty much whatever you want to do. Um, that's kind of the simplest process on how we actually put it. So with that being said, I think it might be time for us to start getting um into the world of the news. So what do you think? Okay, we'll do that. We'll move forward with that. And we'll do that right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. 
NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner, former President Trump's one-time Deputy National Security Advisor, is in the spotlight as the House Committee probing the January 6th Capitol riot held another public hearing. Matthew Pottinger said he was disturbed that day by a tweet sent by Trump saying his Vice President Mike Pence hadn't the courage to overturn the election. That was the moment that I decided uh, that I was going to resign, that that would be my, my last day at the White House. Uh, I, I simply didn't want to be associated with, uh, uh, with the events that were unfolding on the Capitol. He submitted his resignation later that same day. It's the committee's assertion that it took Trump around three hours to take any action to try and put an end to what was going on. Vice Chair Representative Liz Cheney says more hearings from the January 6th Select Committee are going to take place in September. Closing arguments in former Trump chief strategist Steve Bannon's contempt trial are slated to get underway. Trey Thomas reports. Bannon waived his right to testify in his own defense and only had a few words to say as he left court on Thursday. One last thing. I stand with Trump and the Constitution. Thank you. Bannon is on trial in Washington, D.C. on two misdemeanor contempt of Congress charges for failing to comply with a subpoena from the committee. For 160 million Americans, it's going to feel as hot as 100 by Sunday. Meteorologists say afternoon highs will feel like 100 or even hotter in places where the mercury doesn't reach triple digits. Michelle Grossman with more. We're looking at intense temperatures, record-breaking, dangerous as we go throughout the weekend. We're looking at intense heat through the central and southern plains. Uh, the Northern Plains get a little bit of a break as well as the Midwest. Also looking at violent storms. We have a cold front that's going to move through the Midwest. That's going to bring the chance for severe weather. Before the opening bell on Wall Street, NASDAQ futures are sliding as Snapchat parent snap results weigh on technology stocks. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. President Trump chose not to act as he watched rioters breach the capital last year, a congressional inquiry has been told. Turkey says Ukraine and Russia will shortly sign a deal to allow grain exports to resume. It could be the UK's busiest July weekend ever for summer holiday traffic, and India's Supreme Court's allowed a woman to terminate her pregnancy after 24 weeks, setting a precedent likely to expand the right to abortion. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Supreme Court is declining a request from the Biden administration on prioritizing select immigrants for deportation, but will hear arguments. Brian Shook has more. The Department of Homeland Security wanted to prioritize deportation for immigrants who it deemed a threat to national security, with other immigrants being less of a priority. Texas and Louisiana filed lawsuits over the policy, saying it conflicted with the law, with the Supreme Court agreeing. They did agree, however, to hear the case and review the policy in December. I'm Brian Shook. Singer Ricky Martin is speaking out after he won a court case against his nephew who accused the singer of stalking him and having a more than six-month love affair. Gabe Gutierrez reports. To the person that was claiming uh, this nonsense, I, I wish him the best. A spokesperson for the court in San Juan says the nephew voluntarily dropped the request to extend the restraining order. This month, Martin's half-brother had said the allegations were made by a nephew with mental health problems. Martin is wasting no time getting back to work. He's scheduled to appear in concert with the L.A. Philharmonic at the Hollywood Bowl tonight. Vice President Kamala Harris is touting the Affordable Connectivity Program. During a Thursday trip to North Carolina, she said the program will offer low-cost Internet to families who otherwise wouldn't have access. In the 21st century, high-speed Internet is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Every person in our nation, no matter how much they earn, should be able to afford a high-speed internet plan. The initiative offers a $30 monthly discount for high-speed internet. The Irish rock group U2 will be saluted at the next Kennedy Center Honors. The band will be honored for their achievement in the arts on December 4th at the Kennedy Center. I'm Michael Kastner. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet Service Providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it, and if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal, creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The Work Summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to worksbees.com forward slash Y Summits. That's W-O-R-K-Z-B-E dot com Y Summit. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Okay, there you go. 14 minutes past the top of the hour. You are hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show. I will be your guide through this uh, this mess as we get to hang out and do all the fun stuff that we do on a Friday or a Thursday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday. Or a, anyways, you get the point. Uh, so let's start talking right away. How annoyed is too annoyed that you stood up for a date, that you got stood up for a date? Well, let's see. One woman in Detroit has sued the man who stood her up all, who stood her up all the way back in 2020 for $10,000. She said because the date was scheduled on some, on the same date as her mother's birthday, his failure to show up caused her emotional distress. The man only had one date with her before he decided not to show up for the second one, and it's becoming um increasingly clear why. Video of of here 
of of, of the hearing shows that she tried to sue him for perjury, apparently. Um, when the judge asked if she knew what perjury is, she got very, very angry. It became clear that, um, that she was using her phone to attend the virtual hearing while walking through an airport. The judge then told her that she, um, that, she, that this case belonged in circuit court, not criminal court, where she filed the case. The circuit court judge then tossed out the suit. So there you go. So imagine that real quick. Not that you should stand anybody up for a date. So let's make sure that we're clear. But all of a sudden you did. I mean, and who the hell knows what happens? And you get sued in the wrong court, so criminal court. I mean, exactly what criminal events occurred there. Um, and that's what's going on. I mean, think about that for a moment. Think about the um, insanity of how that would have ended up working um, in regards if you would have been sued for standing someone up. Not that I'm saying you ever did or that I ever did. Um, I'm just saying in general, just imagine if that would have been the case. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Amazon's expanding its electric vehicle delivery fleet. Fleet, excuse me, not feed, while um, spending a big money on major Tesla competitor to do it. Amazon has contracted an EV company, Rivian, uh, to beef up the fleets in Baltimore, Chicago, Dallas, Kansas City, Nashville, Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, and St. Louis so far. It hopes to have the electric vans in more than 100 cities by the year's end, according to Amazon's new release. The pilot program um, drivers in the Rivian vehicles have delivered 430,000 packages and clocked about 90,000 miles. So there you go. Anyways, um, let's see. TikTok isn't just for kids, and it's not just for stupid dance and lip-syncing videos either. The Guardian reports that 7% of adults in, uh, in the UK rely on TikTok for news. Worth noting, a good number of Gen Zers are uh, technically adults these days, which likely contributed to the increase. So think about that. Here's, I mean, I'll tell you, if you want to be on TikTok, knock your ass out in regards of actually being on it, you know, do whatever the heck you want to do. I just don't understand on if I am on Facebook or if I'm on LinkedIn or if I'm on Instagram, why in the hell are you posting your TikToks on this other social media aspect? If I didn't go to TikTok in the first place because I didn't want to see your shit there, why in the hell do I want to see it on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn? I mean, I'm just asking the question. Or, you know, that's almost as annoying as when you have somebody who says, oh, I have a post. You just need to go here to take a look at it. And then you figure out that it's another social media to go into. It's like, what's what's the point? And, you know, there's this one group that I really, really, really like um, in regards to financial consultancy. And, geez, the, the person's daughter is constantly posting videos of her singing or doing voiceovers or limp syncing, and it's just like, I don't get it on why you're putting this stuff on other places, but that is probably just, at this point, makes me an old man. Anyways, 18 minutes past the top of the hour, NASA will test a rocket designed uh, to take humans back to the moon as as soon as August 29th. No humans will be on board for the 332-foot-tall United Launch Alliance Delta IV uh, heavy rocket, but uh, weighted mannequins will be in there. So, meanwhile, Goodyear is developing a metal tires for a new lunar rover um, that's being produced by General Motors and Lockheed Martin. So, there you go. It's, it's getting all kinds of fun stuff. Maybe, you know, maybe in, in a not-so-distant future, you'll be able to go hang out at an affordable price. Because you really don't want to go to, to pay in $250,000 um, to go take a look at the, at the top from the earth. I mean, especially for a limited time that you get. I mean, that just sounds kind of a little wild at this particular point. Anyways, the International Union of Conservation of Nature has declared that North America monarch butterflies is an endangered species. West of the Rocky Mountains, that butterfly population has declined almost completely by 99.9% since the 1980s. East of the Rocky Mountains, there's down 84% between 1996 and 2014. Researchers blame the decline in milkweed plants. Yes, I did say milkweed plants. Uh, typically eaten by caterpillars for the butterfly's demise. Those hoping to boost uh, the population are encouraged to plant milkweed, um, not to be confused with weed weed, on your um, your own native uh, native uh, to your area. So keep that in mind as we are talking. 
Boy, is that sounds like it's all kinds of troublesome as we are moving forward here. Anyways, I think it's time to start talking to some Johnny Smalls real quick as we are 20 minutes past the top of the hour. Let him come in real quick and talk about the Market Beat Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Equities extended their rally Thursday with the S&P 500 moving up about 1% at the high of the day. While the near-term trend is up, there is still risk in the market, so investors should be aware. On a technical basis, the S&P 500 is still within a downtrending channel that has dominated prices for the last several months. So long as the index is inside this channel, any rebound in equity prices should be viewed as a selling opportunity. Aside from earnings, the next big hurdle for the market will be the FOMC meeting next Wednesday. The meeting is the day before the June PCE data and will be a trying time for the Fed governors. As it is, it looks like the committee is on track for a 100 basis point interest rate hike at the July meeting, but they may hesitate in favor of the data. The risk for the market is twofold. On one hand, the FOMC could unleash a large interest rate hike on the economy, while on the other hand, inflation may continue to run rampant. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you very much for the information of what exactly is going on out there. I have to tell you, John Smolsky, you know, drops the knowledge there, and I'm just kind of like, wow, dude, you are really studying this market in regards to what the hell is going on. Uh, let me kind of give you a little bit of information of what we found on our side. The Dow added 162 points to close at 32,036 on Thursday, the the S&P picked up about 39 points to close at 3,998, while the Nasdaq added 161 points to close at 12,059. Crude slid um, probably on Thursday with the West Texas Intermediate at 96.43 a barrel, and Brent crude fell about to 103.86. The national average price of per gallon per gas was $4.44 on Thursday, and Bitcoin lost more than $100 on Thursday, trading at about 23,100. Uh, there was about 4,686 flights within, into, or outside of the United States on Thursdays that were delayed. 278 of those, um, 278 flights were canceled. So think about that. It seems like I have more and more friends that I talk to that are on those delayed flights um, than anything else. And I mean, I listen, I know delays suck, but getting um getting to where you need to go is really the most important aspect of there. Uh, so there you go. I mean, I was coming back from the mid, um from the middle of the country, and I think it was delayed by almost two hours. But hey, I made it home. I was almost. I think it was on the last flight home because you know I have to be here doing this thing with you guys. That's the that's the important you guys and gals. I, I should probably just use the word folks because that's probably a little bit easier. Uh, so let's start talking about it. If you don't have a lot of plans for this weekend, I got the video streaming on demand stuff that's coming up uh, for you to know. Anyways, uh, new to Amazon Prime is anything's possible. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next thing is Prize Fighter, and then Irresistible. Due to Hulu is all my friends hate me. Hold on, is that a quote or is that a movie? And then new to Netflix will be Grayman. Grayman. So just in case... If you are looking for some things that are out there to take a looksy looksy at, um, that is for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking. Governor Newsom signs a bill banning gun sales at Ventura um, County uh, Fairgrounds. Governor Gavin Newsom has signed a bill banning all gun sales at the Ventura Fairground. Daniel Martindale has some more information about this. The bill signed into law Thursday bans the sale of any gun, gun part, or ammo at the Ventura County Fair and Event Center. A similar bill was also signed banning the sale of gun parts at Del Mar Fairgrounds in San Diego County. The bill targets gun shows, which lawmakers have linked with the sale of gun kits that can be bought to assemble illegal ghost guns. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel, for that one, letting us know exactly what is going on inside of the world of the news. So there you go. Uh, what else do we see going on real quick? Um, a man arrested for um, possessing child exploitation material. A man from Oxford is behind bars on suspicion of possessing child exploitation material. Daniel Martindale reports. A seven-month investigation concluded with the man's arrest at his home on Thursday morning. He's accused of possessing and distributing sexually explicit images of children. Police seized and searched electronic devices found at the man's home for evidence. He's being held behind bars on $50,000 bail. I'm Daniel Martindale. 
Okay, so there you go. Some stuff going on right there as we are talking. Let's go into some other news. Suburban Dixmore remains under boil order after water mains are repaired. Take a listen to this because if you're in Illinois, you're going to want to know this. Water is restored for residents in the South Suburban Dixmore after two water mains uh, were uh, repaired. But a boil order still remains in place. Take a listen to this. Village President Fitzgerald Roberts says $2 million in funding is in place to fix the old system, but the work doesn't start until next year. We don't need the money. We need the work done. It's not about us uh, receiving the money. It's about the work getting done out here. Last fall, the poor infrastructure in Dixmore left residents without water for more than two weeks. The reason for that crisis was that the village's water pumps broke due to low water pressure. I'm Perry Williams. Okay, so there you go. Information there. You never know what the hell that stuff's going on. So let's take let's take a look at that. I'm going to reference this because I found this one kind of odd. Not that I want to get into the swamp mode, but we need to talk about this. California Governor Gavin Newsom is running full-page ads in Texas. Yeah, listen to this. California Governor um, Gavin Newsom is running full-page ads in Texas newspapers today, trolling Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Michael Kastner has more info. Newsom, a Democrat, is trolling Republican Abbott by touting a new California gun control law modeled on the Texas restrictive abortion law. The ads are running in today's editions of the Austin American Statesman, Houston Chronicle, and El Paso Times. It's Newsom's latest move into national politics after buying TV ads in Florida going after that state's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Newsom is expected to cruise to re-election this fall and his ad campaigns are adding fuel to speculation that he's laying the groundwork for a presidential run. I'm Michael Kastner. So here's the question. Is it a presidential run to this 2024 or is it like 2028? Because, I mean, that's really kind of going for the long-term plan there in regards of uh, trying to get that stuff to work out. Just talking about it because, you know, it's important to talk about. Here you go. Anyways, heat is expected to um, last through the weekend. The stubborn heat that is uh, keeping the tri-state sizzling most of the week um, is sticking around. Jennifer Polsoni has more info. Heat advisories remaining for the entire tri-state area likely through at least Sunday and includes all five boroughs of New York City where the 20th annual triathlon is taking place Sunday. The heat has forced organizers to shorten the run and bike portions of the event. Meantime, New York City has been taking steps to protect the electric grid with hundreds of facilities in the city pledging to raise thermostats and power down equipment to reduce the risk of blackouts and brownouts. Jennifer Polsoni, NBC News Radio new york okay with that being said i guess we should probably do a weather update here so here you go heat humidity to cook about 160 millions by sun this is the 160 million americans by sunday it's going to feel as hot as 100 by sunday listen to what mark mayfield has to say meteorologists say afternoon highs will feel like 100 or hotter even in places where the mercury doesn't reach triple digits Forecasters say conditions will be particularly miserable up and down the eastern seaboard this weekend, with temperatures approaching 100 in major cities along the I-95 corridor. New York City and Philadelphia already set records this week, with New York hitting 95 and Philly turning up the heat to 96 on Wednesday. Forecasters say both cities, along with Boston, are expected to boil up to the 90s over the weekend, including a high of 98 Sunday in New York and 100 in Philadelphia. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, thank you, Mark Mayfield, for that one. So I'll tell you, I live in the Sunshine State, but if you come here during the summer, uh, you're going to enjoy some uh, rainy weather because it seems to rain every day. So people won't be so concerned about the heat around here. It's if it does not rain, that's where um, people will start going, what the hell is going on? Because that's where the questions will come about because that's just kind of the way that it goes around here anyways let's talk about this one because we talked about tiktok earlier so let's talk a little bit more an off-duty uh new york city corrections officer fatally shot teens who have been uh, doing their tiktok challenge a new york city corrections officer is facing murder charges for shooting a teen who had been involved in the tiktok challenge jennifer bolsoni reports 45 year old correction officer dion middleton was off duty accused of fatally shooting 18 year old raymond chalusant in the bronx in the area of morris 
Rogers Avenue and the Cross Bronx Expressway Thursday. It's believed the teen had in his car an airsoft or gel ball type gun, which fires soft gel or bees balls. It's believed the teen may have likely been taking part in TikTok's or bees challenge, which encourages people to fire bead pellets at others. Not clear if the 18-year-old here fired such a gun at the correction officer who gunned him down. Jennifer Bolsoni, NBC News Radio, New York. So that's going to be an interesting one to to take a look at. I am pretty sure that that's how that's going to work. Uh, just think about it for the sake of the moment. The gentleman uh, or the correctional officer actually gunned him down after they were shot with a potential gel gun, airsoft gun, however you want to take a look at it. So how does that end up working? Because then is it going to be considered a version of self-defense? Because the person didn't know any better. Um, I don't know if you, you were around during this time, but late, we'll say early 2000s, People going around shooting other people with paintball guns was not an uncommon practice um, to occur where people would freak out thinking that they were actually getting shot. And sometimes, you know, it did not end uh, the way that most people would expect. So that's the stuff to think about as we are talking this lovely morning. Anyways, let's continue going into some other stuff as we are jumping around, taking a listen to some of the things that are going on inside of the world of the news. Anyway, California man reveals COVID diagnosed and monkeypox at the same time. A California man says that he has tested positive for COVID and monkeypox here at all at once. Listen to what Trey Thomas has to say. After coming down with COVID, Mitchell Thompson began to notice red lesions all over his body. That's when he realized he might have monkeypox. Thompson says he was sick for weeks and notes the worst of it was he could barely get out of bed or drink water. Dr. Dean Winslow, a professor of medicine at Stanford University, says it's very rare to be sick with both viruses, but still possible. I'm Trey Thompson. Okay, thank you, Trey, for that tidbit of information as we are talking um, in regards of what is going on real quick. Anyways, let's do this just for the sake of doing so. Um, January 6th hearing recap, the the House Committee's investigation of the January 6th attack on the Capitol has held the eighth public hearing in prime time on Thursday. Trey Thomas has more info. The Democrat-led panel focused on then-President Trump's actions as the Capitol riot unfolded. Former Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews testified that aides pushed Trump to address what was happening and tell his supporters to go home. If the president had wanted to make a statement um, and address the American people, he could have been on camera almost instantly. Witnesses testified that Trump watched the events unfold on TV, waiting hours before trying to quell the violence. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, so there you go. There's some tidbit of information. Let's see what else is going on inside of the world of the news as it is 32 minutes past the top of the hour. From Future Story News, I'm Dave Yin. Hong Kong secondary schools are urging the government to take action amid a growing exodus of students. The education sector says financial pressures are mounting as thousands of local families are emigrating overseas. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. All 451 secondary schools in Hong Kong have joined forces to appeal to the city's education authorities to reduce class sizes and freeze the number of classes to cope with problems caused by a shrinking pupil population. Local media estimates suggest more than 30,000 pupils withdrew from Hong Kong schools in the 2020-21 academic year amid a wave of emigration spurred by the impact of sweeping political changes in Hong Kong that were introduced by Beijing. The Education Bureau says it's working with schools to improve things and has suggested closing or combining schools with low intakes and relocating students to different districts to balance the numbers. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. U.S. stocks got a bump Thursday following the release of better-than-expected earnings results from Tesla, and travelers are reacting to the European Central Bank's decision to raise interest rates in a bid to curb inflation. William Denslow reports from New York. Tesla closed the day up nearly 10% after posting quarterly earnings that surpassed many analyst expectations, considering the production headwinds the electric vehicle maker has faced. These earnings helped give the US markets a major boost Thursday. The Dow Jones closed up half percent, the S&P rose 1% and the Nasdaq ended the day up 1.4%. It was, however, a bad day for the airline sector. American Airlines expects to post a profit in the third quarter, but closed the day down over 7% after announcing a pullback on growth plans. And United Airlines fell 10% following its earnings report. Meanwhile, the European Central Bank raised interest rates for the first time in over a decade – 0.25 
prompting the dollar to fall. And jobless claims ticked up again last week as the US labour market shows more signs of slowing. William Denslow, New York. And the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, has sidestepped questions about whether she still intends to visit Taiwan next month. On Wednesday, prior to his positive COVID-19 test, President Biden said the Pentagon had raised objections to the Speaker's planned visit to Taipei. She would become the highest-level U.S. government official to visit Taiwan since 1997. Speaking to reporters in Washington, Mrs. Pelosi refused to disclose whether she still plans to make the trip and said she has not discussed the matter with the president. I think that it's important for us to show support uh, for Taiwan. I also think that we have, none of us has ever said we're for independence when it comes to Taiwan. That's up to Taiwan to decide. Uh, but uh, if what you're, the inference to draw on from your comment is that my going there uh, is problematic. Uh, I think what the president was saying is the maybe the military was afraid our plane would get shot down or something like that by the Chinese. I don't know exactly. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. You're telling me, and I've heard it anecdotally, but um, I haven't heard it from the president. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more detail today at the impact of the Italian government's collapse on the crisis in Ukraine, with Italians heading for fresh elections within the next 70 days after Prime Minister Mario Draghi's resignation was accepted by Italy's president yesterday. It's clear that Rome's continued support of Ukraine's efforts to repulse the Russian invasion will be one of the central issues on the ballot. John Hooper is Italy correspondent for The Economist. Italy has been among the most reticent of countries in terms of its support for Ukraine. That's not the case with Mr Draghi. Mr Draghi has been unequivocally, very much in the, the style of Boris Johnson, uh, a supporter of Ukraine and a supporter of sending not just aid but arms to Ukraine. The future of all that will be in doubt. Just last week, Italy's foreign minister accused Prime Minister Draghi's critics of doing Vladimir Putin's dirty work for him by opposing the continued existence of the coalition government in Rome. And one of the reasons why Prime Minister Draghi's resignation has caused such concern across Europe is due to the threat it may end up posing to Western unity in the face of Russia's aggression. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Here are the top stories again. Hong Kong's secondary schools are urging the government to take action amid a growing exodus of students. U.S. stocks got a bump Thursday following the release of better-than-expected earnings results from Tesla. And U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi has dodged questions about whether she still intends to visit Taiwan next month. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm 
you have a claim and not sure where to turn, Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the version takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leading you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com.
Okay, there you go. 44 minutes past the top of the hour. That is Barge with Loving Caliber. Or this is Loving Caliber with Barge. Thank you for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. This song is readily available on Spotify and iTunes, just in case if you were wondering. Welcome to the versionality of the Freeform Friday. And let's get into some moving parts here in regards of what is going on inside of this world. Oh, some more music still. So I'll hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. You get the point. So... So there you go. Anyway, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's move forward. Let's talk about the most important thing that I will ever tell you about, and that's my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities whose life has been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 988 or text 988. That is the Suicide Crisis Lifeline is what they're titling it now. Keep in mind that the 1-800-273-TALK number that we constantly talked about will still be there. But the 988 will be an easier thing to remember. Listen, you might not need this information now, but you might need it in the future. Not just for yourself, maybe for somebody else. But there you go. So the most important thing that I will share with you is that information right there anyway so let's start talking about some other things real quick because we got we got a lot and a little time to do it so with that being said do we drop it into some more news or would you like to hear some john smalls with the motivation minute well john smalls it will be take a listen The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Frank. John McLeod said, I believe that nothing in life is unimportant. Every moment can be a beginning. I've never heard this quote before, but I love it. Think about this. Millions of people encounter problems every single day, but some of these people find a solution to that problem, and it changes their life, and it changes the lives of millions of other people around them. Sometimes that little problem can be a huge opportunity for you to find a solution to help people. It may help you, too. They say necessity is the mother of invention. I would say that inspiration may be the father of invention. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. You might have heard about creatine supplements and their assistance in active lifestyle. A new study has found that creatine supplementation may enhance resistance training adaptations. Resistance exercise and creatine supplementation improved lower and upper body strength, and increased fat-free mass, muscular endurance, and bone mineral density. Creatine supplementation also has interesting effects on the brain and can increase brain creatine levels as much as 10%. Some studies have shown the potential of creatine supplementation as a way to improve cognitive function in young and elderly adults and vegetarians. The best dietary sources of creatine include meat, poultry, and fish. Creatine monohydrate appears to be the best form of supplementation. For more information, check out alessamorgan.com. Hello, I'm Richard Exley with your one-minute devotion. When Brenda and I were just starting out in the ministry, we spent hours in the car, driving from one small church to the next. Mile after mile, I regaled her with dreams about our future together. I dreamed of writing books and preaching in churches all over the world. I dreamed of a national radio broadcast and preaching at district councils and camp meetings. At the time, my dream seemed unattainable. Yet I never doubted the dreams the Lord had put in my heart. Dreams He has been faithful to fulfill. Why do I tell you this? To encourage you to trust the Lord to fulfill His dreams for your life. Lord, Help us to remember the dreams you have put in our hearts. Amen. If these devotions are a blessing, 
and an encouragement to you, you can subscribe at OneMinuteDevotion.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We did our safety show. Okay, there you go. 49 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out and talking all about the fun stuff that's going on. Anyway, so there you go. There's some that. Um, So let's take a look. Some things that are opening on this lovely Friday. If you are a movie theater goer, so let's talk about that. Nope. A caretaker in California horse ranch encounters a mysterious force that affects humans and animal behavior. So that opens up today. It's a horror movie. Nope. That's what it's called. Rated R, just in case. How to Please a Woman. It's a drama comedy limited um, out there. Uh, when her and all-male um, house cleaning business gets out of control, the mature woman must embrace her own sexuality. If she is to take on a new life for herself, so there you go. That's um, it does has no rating on there. So good luck with that. See what the hell that's gonna happen. And alone together, rated R drama romance limited as well. Two strangers embroiled in a new uh, in a new bad relation that wind up in the same um upstate New York Airbnb. So there you go. Sounds like a whole bunch of home runs at the movie theater this weekend. If you're going to do it, I mean, better than any movie that I've ever put out. Uh, so there you go. Uh, talk about that anyway stay five um beer short of a six-pack yeah take a listen to this i love the sound of this drink up to a cool down generally speaking the consumption of alcohol on a hot day isn't recommended by doctors but in the midst of the international heat wave one physician on twitter is claiming that beer can help um with rehydration yeah take a listen to this but we're not talking about the um the the all afternoon bender while sitting on the lawn chair in the you know um, in the blazing sun dr ellie mackin roberts uh sparked a now viral debate when she recently tweeted 10 steps to to help beat the heat tip number nine is if you are dehydrated in an adult and are on eight or and are able to do so drink half a pint of beer so drinking half a pint of beer um, yeah, alcohol-free then. Uh, then move on to straight to to water or a sports drink um, or cord, you know, or something along those lines. Followers quickly responded, questioning how beer could um, ever be helpful for, to avoid dehydration. From there, Dr. Stuart Galloway of the University of Sterling backed Roberts up, explaining that beer contains electrolytes, sugar, and salt, which helps body retain fluid rather than it going straight through you. Um, he says that if the small amount of beer is consumed, it can be part of a plan uh, to stay hydrated. He hydrates the, to the point where out of that more than uh, two servings will lead to dehydration. So make sure that you remember to switch to water on or sports drink and then also stay, uh, stay away from the hot coffee and tea. And once more, I'll say beer. Is there anything it can't do? Because it seems like every time you turn around, there's something new that beer can do. And so that's what you're telling me, that I can go fishing, but only for a few minutes. I mean, just something to think about. Anyways, following yesterday's National Junk Food Day, the Ontario Candy Company is looking to hire a chief candy officer. The position could um, come up with a sweet salary. Um, so based in Ontario, the Confectionery Candy Funhouse is hiring a full-time position, which can be uh, worked remotely, and it pays up to $100,000 a year. What exactly does um, the chief candy officer do? Candy Funhouse says the successful candidate will be responsible for sourcing new products, uh, leading candy board meetings, and occupying the role of head candy taster. The company has indicated that they're looking for a real candy fanatic with a sweet tooth who has um, chocolate flowing through their veins. Anyone over the age of five living in North America can apply. No prior experience is required. And all you have to do, and this is not a joke. I'm not joking as I say this. You can apply for this job at candyfunhouse.ca forward slash pages forward slash careers. Man, I hope that um, they offer dental because, you know, it's going to be important for that. And, oh, wait, there's one more requirement. You're probably going to need some insulin. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. That's a lot of stuff going on inside of there. We talked about it briefly real quick. President Joe Biden um, has COVID. He is double boosted and surrounded by people who tested constantly uh, and wear masks. So I don't know what exactly is going on. Doctors are pumping him um, with uh, some treatments and for the regiment to see if he can return back to normal and get back to work after he's able to test negative. Anyways, no winner for um, Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $630 million jackpot or a five hundred, or excuse me, a $359 million cash payout. No winner for um, Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's night's drawing will be for a $119 million jackpot or a $69.2 million cash payout. So there you go. If you want to play the game, you're more than welcome on doing so because there's still time to do it because the drawing has not occurred as of yet. So keep that in mind as we are talking. I think I can slide this one in real quick um, before we get into the rest of this. J.J. Watt has offered to cover the funeral expenses for the grandfather of the Texan fan. The kind-hearted NFL all-star player and Wisconsin native uh, made a generous offer after seeing a tweet of Jennifer Simpson, who was trying to sell her J.J. Watt shoes and jersey in effort to raise money for a funeral. Don't sell the shoe and jersey. We'll help um, with the funeral. I'm sorry for your loss. Watt responded to her tweet. Watt now um, played for the Arizona Cardinals, but was a longtime Texan star. So good to hear. Kind-hearted stuff um, in regards to people going out there and being able to help. So there you go. Guy stepping up and doing something that he, you know, is extremely nice. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this day. Looking at some dates back, back in 2019, Marvel film Avengers Endgame becomes the highest grossing film in the world, earning $2.9 billion, the, um, the spot that was held by Avatar, which um, brought in $2.7 billion. So there you go. Uh, let's talk briefly about some uh, some birthdays that are going on today. So let's see. Selena Gomez turns 30. Israel Adesanya turns uh, 33. Uh, Keegan Allen, 33. A.J. Cook, 44, Jamie Camel, 49, Sean Michaels, 57, David Spade, 58, John Leguizamo, 58, um, and Danny Glover turned 76 today. So just in case, if you were looking at some birthdays to celebrate today, those are some. If you're looking at some days of the year to be able to um, take a look at today, well, it's National Hammock Day. I'll probably participate in that one. And uh, National Rat Catcher Day. So there you go. And National Day. So it's a, a nice little combination of things that you can um, take a look-see, look-see at if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. Anyways, if you need some whack facts for today, the English language is said to be one of the happiest languages in the world. The word happy is used three times more often than the word sad. The word goodbye originally comes from the old English phrase meaning God be with you. One quarter of the world's population speaks at least some English. Some English words exist only in plural form, such as glasses, binoculars, scissors, tongs, and pants. The word swims is still swims when you turn it upside down. Think about that. Ironically, the most commonly misused word in English is ironic. How ironic is that? Think about that. So some stuff there. Anyways, if you're looking for a random joke for today, I got one of those for you. I tell my friends that I'm here for them 24-7 because it sounds better than saying I'm only here for them on July 24th. If you need a phone starter for today, here you go. Um, What's something that you're still looking forward to do this summer? If you need something, a question for the water cooler, try this. 65% 65% of women have said have made their partners do this before going out. What is it? Change their shoes. Who said taking a shower? That's not nice. Yeah, somebody said taking a shower. So there you go. That's what I got for you today. Hopefully you enjoyed this one as much as you enjoyed some of the other ones. So there you go. Thanks for hanging out. I'll be going over to RadioBig.fm over the next little bit uh, to hang out, do the 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 music side of the house. So if you want to come out, hang out, and do all that kind of fun stuff, you're more than welcome on doing so. If not, you can keep it locked right here on Safety FM, and we'll talk about all the stuff going on inside of the world of safety. Anyways, um, if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, here I guess is what I got for you. The art of living lies less in eliminating our troubles than growing with them. Keep that in mind. 
Anyways, thank you for taking a listen. Thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. Enjoy your weekend. I will see you, hopefully, when we all come back together once again. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.